organized chaos and it's just a load of crap. So I was like, eventually I was like, this can't, this can't work anymore mm-hmm. because I need to find harmony in inside of myself and around me. Welcome to You Are Buzzworthy. As an entrepreneur, I always fancied myself someone who followed my passion and stayed true to my core values. And in the beginning, I was very good at doing just that. But as many of you already have experienced, it's not always easy to stay the course. There are many distractions and temptations that take and derail us from our altruistic paths. And sometimes we are led way off course by the promise of financial success. But money isn't everything. And staying true to your passion and core values pays many more dividends than just chasing the almighty dollar. And no one that I know exemplifies this mentality more than my friend Dina Adams. Dina is a mom of five adults, a wife of over 20 plus years, and a life, faith, and business breakthrough coach for entrepreneurs. She has worn many entrepreneurial and corporate hats as well as a stay-at-home mom. She is passionate about working with her clients to help them reduce stress and overwhelm, gain clarity, and improve their confidence in their life, faith, and business. And today, she is going to share a few tips on how we can stay true to ourselves and become successful entrepreneurs at the same time. Let's join the conversation. And welcome to the show, Dina. How are you doing today? I'm fabulous. How are you? I'm doing well. Now, for all of the people who are watching the video here today, Dina is not in front of her beloved virtual background that she really wanted. Um, those who are not uh, watching on video, you're not missing anything because right. <laughs> they can't see it, right? So, <laughs> but uh, back in the green room, we were trying the virtual background issues and we just couldn't get there. But I think you look just fine. And and fine is not good, but so <laughs> but we did say that you're in my top ten of backgrounds. So I think I think we're in good shape. There you go. That's, that's good. So, that's good for me. <laughs> <laughs> I love watching you smile, and so I have to pick on you just a little bit to get that big grin out. So um, Dina and I have known each other for a while. Uh, shoot, now we're going about a year, year and a half now, year and a half. Mm, it'll be almost a year, probably like this. August. Okay. Okay. So almost a year. It okay. feels like it though, doesn't it? It does. It does seem <laughs> that way. Um, but uh, what I love about Dina is she is somebody who looks at organization um, in a way that has feeling. So a lot of people that I know that are great organizers or integrators, if you will, they're very analytical. And Dina, you bring this this side, the feeling side, the emotional side of organization in there. And all in a way that really is to avoid the chaos and create this harmony, which is what we're going to be talking about today. So the first, I want the audience to understand, what is your... How, how do you approach organizing? Like you're a great organizer. Like you like to organize things. You have like, I've seen your your bookcase with all the binders and everything. Like, I love to arrange. Arrange things. Okay. Right. So, Organ- I do like organization, but I love to have everything arranged so it looks pretty. There you go. <laughs> and that, cohesive. which makes you feel good, right? Yes. So yes. How, are, how is it that you're bringing such a, a, all that emotion into organization, which doesn't usually... 
uh, mm. is not usually synonymous. I, f- I think for me, what's really different, and I love that you asked that question because I don't think anyone's ever said it quite so eloquently as you just did. I don't oh, even think you. I've ever realized that I do that. Um, I am very much about how I feel in my space. I'm, I love harmony. I love just like a harmonic flow to everything. I don't like the stress of having to balance everything out or, you know, I like clean lines. I'm like trying something new right now. Like my bangs are all angled and choppy and it's driving me bonkers because I like clean lines, but I'm, you know, I'm working on stepping out of that. But if you, if you were to look in my space, everything has to be level and it has to like look clean if you go into other people's spaces they don't mind the abstract Mm. they don't mind that every things are off or tilted or you know not streamlined Mm. and i approach my life that way when it's all out of line Mm -hmm. it's complete chaos to me and i feel like i'm juggling constantly and so how do you, t- so you, you're tying this, this emotional stress of organization or lack thereof for some folks into your business, right? Mm-hmm. And so how are you able to m- bridge that gap for people? It's something I call put down the plates. <laughs> <laughs> um, when we think, I, you hear people all the time saying, oh, I have so much on my plate. Mm. And I'm like, well, how many plates are you actually juggling? Like trying to keep in the air and everything needs my attention when it caught, you know, raising all the kids we have (laughs) and nieces and nephews at the same time. Sometimes we had, sometimes we had eight kids in the house, 80 hours a week while homeschooling, while running a business, while being a wife, while my husband worked 10 to 14 hours a day while you know managing everything oh my god and it was total chaos Mm. and so we i learned this phrase organized chaos and it's just a load of crap so i was like eventually i was like this can't this can't work anymore Mm. because i need to find harmony in inside of myself and around me and one of the things that really triggered this was my kids to this day Okay, my kids are at the time of this recording 21 to 28. Okay. Okay, our youngest just turned 21. They still to this day, you worked all the time, mom. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, I had to do the dishes and do the grocery shopping and take <laughs> everybody everywhere and work my business. And like I was always doing something. Mm-hmm. And it made them feel like I was always working, even though I wasn't working my business all the time. Mm-hmm. I was still working for my family. Mm-hmm. And I needed to find a way that would slow everything down and make me not feel like I was in a whirlwind, letting everything else control every decision and action I took. Gotcha. So it's, it's one of those things where, and I'll just give a visual real quick. If you think of all the things you're juggling and they all had their own plate, right? And you're juggling mm-hmm. like 30 things. Mm-hmm. What if you just start started visualizing and you set them all down on the table mm-hmm. and just put your hands up and stopped for a moment? What would happen? Your world isn't going to fall apart. Nobody's going to die. 
nothing is going to happen other than you get an opportunity to choose to take a really deep breath and reset yourself mm. and start to choose what you are actually going to do at that table. Mm-hmm. Are you going to throw stuff off and be like, okay, this can go in the trash. Mm. You're going to arrange it nice and neat. You're going to pick your, you know, your so many plates. And then you choose to pull up to that plate and go, oh, this is this is time with this one child. Mm. I'm giving them all of my focus. I'm not going to worry about all the other things that are on the table because they all have their place now. Mm. I, right? get it. I just, I get I just it. want to intentionally show up. Mm-hmm. Whatever that 100% is for me that day, mm-hmm. and it's different every day. Right. Right. I live with an autoimmune disorder and a traumatic brain injury. Okay. I have to make sure that I understand that my best every day is different. Right. I think everybody's best every day is different. Right. right? I've been reading a book by Gino Wickman, Traction. Mm, Yeah, I have that. Okay. And so we adopted EOS into our company because that was one of the things that we needed that focus. Right. I'm, I I got ADHD. Right. And that's, and so for me, shiny new object syndrome is always there. And I'm a visionary yes. as well. So it's yes. even worse, right? Because it's yep. like, it's part of my core thinking process. Plus it's my, my, uh, what do they call it? Neuro spiciness. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Right. So, um, so it's something that I have to manage for the mm-hmm. better. Like a lot of people are like, mm-hmm. oh, that's, that's too bad. I was like, actually, no, being ADHD is actually really good if you understand how to manage it. And if yeah. you manage it for good or you can manage it for bad, right? You can sit there and just let it run its course and 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 let chaos uh, 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 resume or consume you, I should say. Yeah. Um, or you can say, okay, I need to stay focused, be there, use that ADHD on one thing. Because usually that's what happens when people are scattered. Like you're saying, you have all these plates because they're trying to do too many things, right? So I just had a client who was talking about writing a book when she just took on two major projects for her business and they were, and refocusing her business on, on top of that with new systems and all this other stuff. I'm like, maybe the book isn't right now. Maybe book is 2024. Once you have, once you spend the next six months getting these two things mm-hmm. rolling and getting that automated and all that good stuff. Right. Yeah. And then I used, um, I then read Gino's book, uh, EOS life. And so I just mm-hmm. finished that. And then I got, into his uh, um, journal. And so now I'm journaling um, every day. Now it's focused on what am I doing in the business because it's it creates a bucket, right? And I think right. you were talking, you were alluding to this where you put the you put the place down on the table and you take you pick them up one at a time. Gino talks about a bucket. It's like, okay, you have a work bucket, you have a personal bucket, you have a family bucket, you have a friend bucket, you have a you know, extended family bucket. You have all these buckets, yeah. but you only have 24 hours in a day, mm-hmm. right? So you, you, so you also have your sleep bucket and your exercise bucket and your personal time bucket, you know, all of these things. And it's like, how many hours are you going to put in each of those buckets and then only pick up one bucket at a time? Yeah. Right. Type of I love that you brought EOS up. I was working with my mentor and I didn't really know who he was until like and his stature and all of that until much later. And I'm so glad I didn't know because I love who he is as a person. If you take all that away, mm-hmm. his humility and his kindness is just 
like none I've ever met in my life. I, I adore him. Um, but he told me one day, I said, I was, you know, I sent him a process and he's like, so, so walk me through the process of what you help your clients with. And he goes, oh, yours is like EOS on steroids for the solo entrepreneur. Nice. And right, I was- EOS like, is for teams. For those right. who don't know. Yes. Right. Yeah. EOS is for teams and it's for those small businesses that are growing and they're growing a large team and all of that. And he's like, yours is for like that solopreneur who sometimes has a team, sometimes doesn't, or is starting out a team and eventually will get to that EOS level. Mm -hmm. And I was like, I loved that he compared that, compared this in this way, mm -hmm. because I had never heard of EOS before. <laughs> and I was like trying to find a way to have this process because I love business. I started mm -hmm. business classes when I was 12. Uh -huh. I started two businesses when I was 12. <laughs> and I was just like, <laughs> I, this is just me, right? Mm -hmm. And I've always been this natural coach and mentor and advisor for like, I've just, it's, it's part of who I am. Right. I can't help it. No. Right. So when people said, start charging for that, I'm like, how do I charge for being who I am? I didn't quite grasp that concept. <laughs> um, but for him to put that in perspective for me, it was like, okay, I, I'm not as squirrel brained as everyone told me I was. And I was already niched down like I knew I was. And mm -hmm. what I realized was for seven years, I had people speaking death over my business. Mm. Oh, well, you need to niche down more. Oh, that doesn't make any sense. Or how do you even like, why are you? So for people to think that they don't know what I do is makes sense because mm -hmm. I didn't know how to explain what I did, mm. right? Mm. I, I didn't know how to explain that I was walking them through creating their own signature business blueprint so they could take themselves out of everybody else's box mm. and create the business that they desired mm -hmm. for their desired outcome. I didn't know how to explain that, you know, I do life, faith, and business coaching and mm -hmm. help you find that harmony and get out of that balancing act that we mm -hmm. don't have to be in because people kept saying it didn't make sense. And then probably four to five years in of me struggling, okay, four to five years of me struggling for consistent revenue in my business, I'm still at it, mm -hmm. right? I was still at it. Mm -hmm. And then I start hearing these big influencers and these big names start utilizing the exact phrases I've been speaking forever. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I was getting so mad. I was so <laughs> frustrated. And so finally I said, you know what? I'm just going to, I'm just going to be the doer for people for a year. There you go. I'm just mm -hmm. going to be a doer for people for a year and see if maybe that's where I'm meant to be. Because obviously when I speak it, people don't get it. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So I contracted out and I sold my soul <laughs> and it, literally destroyed me mentally and physically, mm -hmm. emotionally, spiritually. It well, was you're going against your insane. own, you know, uh, passion and your own fruition. Yes. Right? And, and so, yeah, when you're, when you're working against, I, I, I experienced the same thing with, um, a couple of my ventures over the years. Um, so I've always had my, well, since 2005, I've always had media production and marketing companies. And that's great, but I've, all, I've ventured out into other things. And there was 365 days to the day of me uh, co-owning a small cafe in Anchorage, Alaska. 
and I did it. Uh, I went in with a friend of mine who was a CPA and he owned his own accounting practice as well. Mm-hmm. And so we had a marketer and an accountant. How mm. could we go wrong? Right. I used to own an accounting company too. <laughs> there you go. And, uh, they'll come to find out that the business couldn't run itself. Right. It needed an owner operator. It was just one of those types of businesses there. And so when mm-hmm. we're sitting there and having to fill in for baristas that just inevitably don't show up, we're, we're both looking at each other going, we bill in the hundreds of dollars per hour for our time. And we're hawking, uh, you know, a, a gross profit of about a nickel or t- to a quarter yeah. a cup over here. Right. Oh, that's how I felt too, doing this, doing for everybody else. And that's right. why I stepped out. Yeah, you have to. You and just have to I say, stepped, you know what? This isn't us. This is it's yeah. just not us, right? I and stepped so. back into the coaching, consulting aspect of things. Mm-hmm. And I started truly letting go of the mm-hmm. things and saying no to things that seemed like great opportunities, mm. but were huge distractions in my path. Right, mm-hmm. opportunity, a dollar sign, all that kind of stuff. Names, none of that matters if you're not walking in your purpose. Mm-hmm. And as long as we continue to try to balance everything, right? If you think of a scale, mm-hmm. I like this visual. If you think of a scale and you want it to balance, you have to have the same amount on that is equivalent, right? So mm-hmm. you have to have all these feathers. How much work is it to keep all those feathers on that scale to then add in like the wood over here and figure out Mm -hmm. how do you balance that evenly so everything balances? Mm -hmm. So the work-life balance to me is craziness because I cannot show up to every area of my life every single day at the same capacity or more in Mm -hmm. order to keep everything balanced. What if I don't touch my business for three days? Mm-hmm. Well, what if I don't go to this thing or what if I step out of here mm-hmm. or what if that's just not where I need to be right now or whatever that looks like or maybe I'm in my business for two weeks and I don't hardly see my family mm-hmm. finding that harmonic flow where things flow seamlessly you set the healthy boundaries you hold your internal boundaries right mm-hmm. as well as your external boundaries mm-hmm. And you stop juggling everything and just regain that control and that focus. Mm-hmm. And you start to choose, regardless of how other people act around you. A lot of times in, in this industry, as an entrepreneur, you have to stand alone. Mm-hmm. It doesn't mean you're alone, but you have to stand hard in what you know you have to do for yourself, no matter what opposition comes up against you. And mm-hmm. that's one of the most challenging things because people want that external support. They want the support of their spouse, their family, their whatever. But a lot of times you're asking for the wrong kind of support from people because they don't even have the capacity to support you because they don't even understand what you're doing. Mm. 100%. I think it, it I, you know, I like to equate it like a sine wave. Right. Mm. And and so when you talk about electrical charge, there's a negative charge, a positive charge. To make a circuit, you need both. Right. Mm-hmm. And um, and so, you know, as if you know anything about electronics, you know, a circuit board has from a positive to negative, and then it, fl- it flips around through. So with that said, in a sine wave, you have ups and downs, negative and positive, right? And if you equate your personal life and your uh business life at both of the polars of that sine wave, Mm -hmm. the frequency in which you go between the two 
is your sine wave. It's your, it's a specific sound of your life. It's the buzz of your life. That's really cool. Right. And so some people have a very tight sine wave. So they have a high frequency. So they're going between like, so you, when you, when you had the kids in the house and and you're homeschooling and running your business, all that, you have a very tight sine wave because Mm -hmm. you had to go throughout the day, you were going between mom and entrepreneur. Back and mm-hmm. forth, back and forth, back and forth, right? Versus folks who can then be a longer sine wave where they spend the, you know, a, a portion of their day um, completely in their business and then another, the other portion of their day completely on their own stuff, family. And can I, can I say there's an opportunity mm-hmm. to have that lower frequency sine wave mm-hmm. when you have all the kids and all oh, yeah. the things? Well, I think that's what you're talking about. Right. right? Exactly. I was able to go from that really high frequency, that really rigid, that really mm-hmm. intense mm-hmm. into shifting of, oh, what do I want this to look like? I get to choose this. I don't have to wait for someone else to tell me that they approve. <laughs> I don't have to wait for permission from someone else to shift gears and do what feels right for me mm-hmm. and for my household, even if my household is in opposition to me. Like, that's exactly. okay. I learned that really late. And when I shifted that, something as simple as putting signs outside my door for my teenagers Mm -hmm. and my husband, so they knew. And even with adults living in our house, it's like, well, where's your signs? We don't know whether we can talk to you or not. (laughs) I need one for my wife because we talk about being in the flow, and you know, and I and I have my my business is now 100% virtual, so we we have that. And when we were during COVID, we were working uh, in the same home. Yeah. Um, because she was working remotely as well. And uh, yeah, and there was a little bit of like, and, and now it is a, it, it, are you in the flow? It's a, because I like to right. have my doors open and all that good stuff. And so anyway, the, I want to, I want to leave the, the I want to leave the audience today with a, an action plan. Yeah. The first steps of getting to that long sine wave. So if somebody is in this chaotic, spinning a lot of plates, seems to try to balance chaos, this whole nine yards, what would be the first step you would suggest somebody in approaching, creating this long sine wave, harmonious feel to being a business owner? The very first step is super simple. Not easy, but it's simple. You just have to choose right? You have to choose you want that. The second thing is you have to be willing to go through whatever it's going to take to create that for yourself. And so I have a free strategies. Um, Oh my gosh, you know, those, you know, my brain just goes blank. (laughs) There you go. So you have a link that you're going to share with us on how it's an exercise, right? Yep. 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 There we go. (laughs) It is strategies to reduce overwhelm. Okay. And boost confidence for entrepreneurs. Beautiful. And it's a great um, exercise to go through and be really intentional about making some shifts within yourself and within your environment for your life, your faith, and your business. I, I, I'm very passionate about setting that solid foundation to build from. Too often we try to build something on something wavering. And when we aren't solid and sound in what we're doing, 
like what I did for five years, people speaking death over my business and telling me everything was wrong because they didn't understand because I was beyond where they could understand. It's, it's like that. It's just choosing to hold your own in that space and do it for yourself and start figuring out what that looks like. Man, do I enjoy chatting with Dina. So many great nuggets in such a short amount of time. I think we could have talked for two or three hours and not run out of steam. If you enjoyed today's conversation, please be sure to give us a rating, leave us a review, and be a subscriber to the show so you never miss an episode. And until next time, stay buzzworthy.